0: say I had the two main pieces of the Detroit Red Wings and Washington Capitals 2021 trade deadline trade both one being in the minors and the other one being a healthy scratch on Sunday that was crazy
1: yeah that was not on my bingo card
0: nope not 2023 already off to a hot start Uh, and as you know as we were just talking before Grant sorry about the Lions it's fine all right,
2: we love Jameson ended Williams the, though, and we ended the Packers season. So
0: that is true. That is true. Honestly, we we're just looking up. It kind of gave me vibes of like the Sharks playing the, the was it the, the the Knights last year. Yeah. Of just like this is this is our Super Bowl. That was good stuff. I did like the Lions post. It's, it's of, a like, lot
1: different than that. The Sharks are in Bedard territory, and the Lions are an actual good football team.
0: I know. I know. And again, I know you're bringing up the uh, St- Matt Stafford's wife's tweet uh, retweet of how the Lions don't even at the play and they get hosed. Um, definitely funny. I do like the fact that they ended Aaron Rodgers, po- po- probably possibly his career. So that's you know that's something to hang your hat on. Yeah, I love that. But this isn't a football podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Production Line Podcast, where we talk Detroit Red Wings. I'm one of your hosts, Garth Wickham. Sadly, Grant Wickham. And Andy, <laughs> what a mood! Jeez, tough, Jesus, tough, tough Monday, tough Monday for Grant. Tough Monday. We're we're here to play through it though. Um, plenty of news to get to. Um, three games to recap and talking some big storylines. The Reddings have lost three straight, and there's a lot of optimism in the season. Again, I should. I think it's more of a you know a fall back to reality though. I think a lot of projections, if you looked at like Money Puck, the athletic, etc., like their earnings are like 85 point team. If you look at the point percentage right now, I'm, I think that they're come out to be about an 85 point team. And considering all the injuries, I don't think it's that bad. You know, I think they're actually kind of overperforming. It's just we saw signs and it's just kind of frustrating of how they've been losing. You go into all three games this week, I really think they're very similar. I know the scores say otherwise, but if you look at it, special teams screwed us. Poor special teams. Even strength game was actually pretty solid. Not really the issue. And it all kind of comes down to the power play, which I think went one for, I think, 14 in this stretch. I think probably it could have been worse than that. I'm kind of pulling that out of my ass real quick. They only scored one power play goal though in these three games. I know that for a fact. But it kind of comes back to our conversation last week about star power. The Red Wings don't like again. I was talking, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was talking in the sense of they're in the Toronto game. Whenever the Leafs' top guys got the puck, the Red Wings were literally oh shit. Like Matthew or Matthews or Marner got the puck, they were oh shit. What do we do? Yeah, we puckered right up. There's, I don't think there's a Red Wing. There's not a player on the Red Wings roster currently that, that you have that effect when they have the puck. No. Um, but yeah, starting with the Devils game, 5-1 loss, <laughs> down 5-0. I know it's been a recipe for success uh, a couple weeks ago, but uh, not this time. It kind of got ugly quick, because right? I, I remember talking... Grant, I know we were talking for sure about it. The first period was pretty solid, and then it just kind of fell apart.
1: Yeah, a collapse, and a lot of it has to do with special teams. It's just yeah. been a almost a killer for them lately, which was the complete opposite in the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, uh, it was much improved. Like it wasn't like great. It was mid mid table, but for that team, like, that's all I really needed. That's what, I think that was our goal of the, going into the year. I think I I think I asked for like a top twenty power play. I wasn't even asking for that much. Top 20 power play and like a pretty decent PK with Buchner coming in Uh, very much has not been the case. I think the PK the past month is like running at a
1: 66%. That's pretty good. horrendous. Well, yeah, and that started as like
0: one of the best ones in the league. Also, they were the last penalty kill to get scored on this year. Yeah, that last and then that aged like milk. Milk Definitely is
1: pretty good though, so I mean, that's probably not the best comparison. What's that? I said, milk age is pretty good though, that's not the best comparison. Uh, what milk are you drinking?
0: And also, like, how I, I'm worried about your health, <laughs> like, how long are you leaving stuff in the fridge? I
1: don't know, I just grow stuff in it just grows stuff, and it's really not that bad for you. I think it's,
0: yeah, like, it's it adds a little there's something extra to chew on, comes out. I don't know, it's just a little penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> Makes a... a little weird clunking sound as it comes out. It <laughs> tastes,
1: pretty, tastes pretty good, though.
0: Yeah, i don't judge. Has a cottage cheese-esque look. Oh, yeah. stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus.
0: Oh, we're off the rails. We're off the rails. I mean, Raymond scored. This is the one power play goal. And I'm sorry, but like most power, like if you score a power play goal off the rush, it, that's never like, that's not a good thing, I don't think. What
1: do you mean?
0: That goal was off the rush, like Larkin broke bad, in. Not a bad he, thing, but like you, you want to, you it doesn't. It's not indicative of good power play though.
1: Like they didn't no, set but up. It's not. It's never a bad thing to score off the rush. Should they give you the time and space to do it. Why not do it?
0: I know. I know. You. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm. I'm still saying like they didn't score while setting up and stuff.
2: Because I can't set up with zone time possession.
0: Oh my god, their zone entries are horrid horrid I can't stand it it's I'm um, I want to gouge my eyeballs out a little bit sometimes it's very frustrating like they were okay like that was definitely their weak point but they were winning a lot of faceoffs now they're just losing face offs not gathering pucks and then it gets iced it's tough tough right now um Billy Husso as well like he's definitely the past couple weeks he's looked human which I mean again wasn't realistic to expect him to keep posting insane numbers when he's again like you're the penalty kills leaving him out to try big time. I I'm trying to think right now like off the top of my like I, he did get scored 5 in a row. I'm trying to remember all the goals specifically. Yeah, the two the two power play goals that off both off Hamilton's stick were not his fault whatsoever. The Jack Hughes one, the fifth one, the kind of the dagger, that one probably could have made a maybe a better play on, but overall again tough to really point fingers, but you would have liked to you know maybe an extra save here or there, but again, the Redding's still Their special teams are the ultimate reason they lost. Not helping at all. No, and you go to Florida. You go get Florida comes in Friday, and it's kind of the same story again. Three two loss. So a lot better on paper, but not taking advantage of a power play and a team that's been stutter like stuttering. Like it's they're not they're not good. And Aaron Ekblad scores two power play goals, and you don't convert. I think they went over five that game if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, uh, I, I forgot to mention Robbie Fabry re- returned as well against New Jersey. Um, what did you guys Cause... think about Fabry's return? I thought
1: Fabry was fabulous.
0: No nice, I see
1: that was very unintentional, but I thought he was really good. And then I thought he was again really good against Florida. He's been a spark that the Red Wings haven't had. And yeah. his physicality has been very much appreciated too um I don't, I don't know he's been a bright spot in a when there's not much bright coming in it's pretty it's pretty dark in here
2: yeah Andy yeah his the, the one thing that jumped out, jumped out to me was his physicality <clears throat> um he was in a like what was it two three ACLs right but two in the same obviously. He comes right back, and just starts laying the body like you would, which was nice. And he said that he wouldn't, like, let that fray him from playing his game. So it was a good spark to have. who yeah, did he lay that... out? Was Anton it... Lundell, right? Lundell, yeah. Twice, like, tw- twice. <laughs> yeah. My only question them.
1: about all that is, after that happens, how does that just not make the bench erupt, and yeah. just completely swing the game? The Florida shouldn't even had a chance to come back in that game, or like. To even compete in that game for at least the next 10 minutes until something big happened. There was none yeah. of that. Wings yeah. still looked dead after that. Like it, it was Honestly,
0: just... you know what I think happened? I think the Red Wings got a power play. And it killed momentum. I can't even remember. I can't remember either, but I feel like I'm right. I could fact Drop check off. myself, but I, I know the hit was like kind of early in the first. The two hits. It was like one yeah. of his first shifts. One thing I did notice about Fabry, he kinda had like the, the crazy legs his first couple shifts. The sense that mm-hmm. he looked really his, nervous, <laughs> he was all over the place. First
1: shift looked like he was scared to do anything, and then at the bitter end of his first shift, he finally got the puck, and then like two guys couldn't get, couldn't even get the puck off him. And I was like, "Yeah, that's Fabry." <laughs>
0: if he had any competent finisher, like on he passed it to Sunquist both times, and if he had any competent finisher, uh, he would have had yeah, two assists. Legit. He set him up perfectly. Then not sunny. That's just not Sonny's game, unfortunately. But, uh, no, Fabry, I, I'm super, again, super happy with. He got, to, he got his first goal against Florida, which was really cool. Nice little shot, again, at the end of the game. Ah, I buried the lead. Two elite Red Wings legends returned to, returned in the Florida game. Mark I,
1: actually thought, uh, I actually noticed Giovanni Smith in a pretty darn good way.
0: Uh, he had an assist. I was literally uh, saying, I'm like, I'm like, he's going to do something tonight.
1: And he he's did. He's stringing together some pretty good shifts there. I was happy for him.
0: I am happy for him too. I will never like again. I'm not holding anything against him. He, it seemed like he got sent down, and I kind of felt as if it was kind of like a organizational thing of rec- recognizing like, hey, you could play in the NHL. Like, let's try to find you somewhere. I like that. And yeah, I just don't.
1: There was just no more fit in Detroit.
0: No, no, and it's and, fine.
1: Man, he's he's a fun player to watch when he's playing his game,
2: and he's got confidence. He had close to eleven minutes or twelve minutes, I think. If I'm oh, good
0: for him! I didn't even see that. Not much wrong here. either. Which
2: was, which is way more than what he's probably almost close to double. what He would have got or oh, what he's probably. gotten in Detroit.
0: I think the the couple games he played in Detroit this year, it was around like the seven eight minute mark.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, almost about that
0: about. Yeah. Yeah, he's just such a. He was an interesting player, always in the sense of he had like some skill. He played better, higher in the lineup, but then when he actually played his role, it wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm happy for him. Truly, he gets to be close to his brother, which is kind of neat. Actually, no, his brother's in Syracuse. Never mind. Don't listen <laughs> to me. Don't listen to me. I'm wrong. But uh, he gets to hang out with his old buddy Stalzy. True. Which is fun. I did like that they got a little uh, ovation from the crowd, which is neat. Again, Mark's all. Like, we we looked at that trade as. Uh, Pure cap dump, and he's going to be this bum. To he's actually he was actually a pretty useful bottom pair defenseman.
2: Yeah, he kind of rejuvenated his the tail end of his career a little bit. Like, yeah, he was he was a healthy scratch with the Rangers for the longest time. So,
0: and he ended up earning earning a couple couple schmaltz with the Red Wings, and then hmm. uh and then another contract in s- Florida,
2: down to South Florida.
0: Yeah, good for him. Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, I, other than the only other storyline I can poke out of this game is uh, LeBrosky just goes absolutely insane whenever he plays the Red Wings. Like he's garbage any other time, but don't worry, he's like a 940 in his career against the Red Wings. Yeah, that that save on Larkin was crazy.
2: Was that the one that he was in close? And he just stoned him.
0: Yeah, Clashed
2: the one the one handed pass yeah.
0: from R- Ras was nuts. Yeah, yeah. it
2: was is a great play.
1: He's one of the more bizarre goalies out there. Yeah, oh, easily.
0: Fan. Easily. So strange. Some, sometimes it's... he
1: literally looks like he is the best goalie in the league. And then the next game he looks like he is – um, who's a good comp? David – Dave Riddick.
0: Hey, Dave Riddick that... is, is my
1: – He's my – Hey, the Red Wings could be playing against Dave Riddick tomorrow, so. Dave Riddick is my – if you're going to gamble on a hockey game and Dave Riddick is in the net, you always take the over. That is my only advice to anyone that gambles on sports. If Dave Riddick is playing goalie for any team, does not matter who, you take the over. That's Sorry, right. Da- Sorry, Dave Riddick, if you are an app. Watch, avid watch him now
0: pitch a shutout against the Red Wings tomorrow. You jinxed us. And Ganya coming back tomorrow, too. Oh, man, love gags. The is gonna did... be like
1: eight and a half because everyone's gonna be hammering it because of
2: like, my <laughs> advice. Vegas is tuning it in. It's
0: made a two, it's made a two nothing. It grants <laughs> me a two nothing shutout. One of the goals being an empty netter for Winnipeg. It's gonna be the most boring game. Rick Bonus and Rick Bonus will be pumped. Riddick's gonna score the second goal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's very possible.
0: Oh my god! Who would have thought the first goal on the first goalie goal on Little Caesars Ice wasn't Alex Nedalkovich? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Amazing, cares. a David goal. <laughs> it would be nuts. Oh my god, that's funny stuff. Now, uh, also in this game, uh, Jonathan Bergeron starting off the scoring too. Nice redirect uh, again. Ben Chirac point shot. Uh, he, he's pretty good at that, honestly. And I think we said that at the beginning, like when he got signed, as being a pretty good shot from the point. There's been a couple points where he's actually generated some offense, and it's resulted in goals for him.
2: I've noticed noticed that, like, watching him more this year than when he was in Montreal, that he's kind of toning it down. Because before when he was in Montreal, sometimes he just let it rip and he didn't know where it was going. Like, it was unpredictable. Yeah. Uh, This year, he's kind of. And I think Grant actually brought that up at one point when we're talking, maybe not on the podcast, but we're talking about him just amongst ourselves. Right. But uh, but yeah, it's getting a little bit more toned in or zoned in toned down
0: yeah in the offensive zone
2: defensive exactly zone,
0: defensive zone still uh is it's to be yeah yeah i think i the, Jay Fresh had this tweet today because he or was dom decision posted uh moritz sider's chart versus jack hughes because i don't know i'm sure it starts stuff with red wings fans that seems fun whatever moritz sider i guess in his model is not having a great year um but then Jay Fresh tweeted something of like how ciders had been stuck has had to be stuck with Sherrod all year and he compared when he's like when people call ben charade a stay-at-home defenseman they live in a world where (laughs) it is legal for someone to go chase someone out of their property yard with a stick or something like that (laughs) like something along those lines it's very funny um but yeah uh definitely a with Sherrod, he's kind of getting what you're expecting but um yeah, so that was kind of the Florida game, and you go to into Toronto on a back-to-back. Uh, Hellberg starts, and this game looked really promising. The first period, uh, the Red Wings held the the Leafs to only two shots, and one of those shots came right at the buzzer. So you could argue that it was only one shot, and it's from the corner. Uh, Jake Wallman scored on a breakaway out of the box, which was pretty fun. Uh, no gritty this time though. No. Yeah, thank no God. Gritty, thankfully. <laughs> I Thank sent you God. guys that cl- he he like they like made a montage of like him doing like the gritty, and like oh, ESPN goodness. talking about it and stuff. It was kind of it was kind of funny. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but no, it was pretty cool for him being a hometown kid scoring right in front of the right in front of the crowd there, on the box. I'm sure there was a bunch of tickets. He had a comp and pretty cool. That he had a he had a big game. I thought he was arguably Detroit's best player. That game,
2: yeah, he played big. Like I said, his he's getting the chances and he's making the most of it lately. For the like, for the most part, you know, obviously there's some yeah. flaws, but you know,
0: yeah. And then the rest of the game kind of goes my point later. It's just uh, the Red Wings got out. They got outstarred, outclassed. Yeah. Yep. They uh, special teams again. Weird. Another thing. Uh, again, their penalty kill was pretty decent. I mean, eighty percent. Stopped four to five, and the power play goal they allowed was a weird bounce from behind the net. Like it was a shot wide by Matthews that bounced to the other side, and Marner was mm. backdoor. Again, yeah. hard one. Like I don't know. There's nothing you really do about that one. It's just luck of the bounce. We had uh, that.
2: We had that to our advantage in the Joe for how long? So.
0: Yeah, I. I you know, <laughs> it's actually it's just how like the hockey world works. This is some karma coming back our way. Exactly. Um. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm trying to remember the other. I I know Pontus Holmberg scored. Timmons. And no, Timmons scored against Philly. That wasn't against. Oh, that's right. That's he right. didn't yeah, even play against. It. Yeah, yeah, he didn't even play yeah. against Detroit. Oh, it was um, Tavares. Yes, that one was Schrott's fault. Schrott got lost in his coverage. Like I said, he got caught watching and floating, and Horonic was kind of left on a weird two-on-one, and Tavares made Hellberg look like a minor league goalie. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: Yeah, and then another. It was an empty netter or whatever to finish the game. So uh, definitely a another game where. A, Again, special teams, star power, etc., etc. Not a not a great week. It definitely dampers where you look at the Red Wings as a whole. I think they're they're now they're they have thirty nine points in thirty eight games, uh, when their win percentage being f- uh, five. No, no, hold on, 0. 0.513. Do top on my head. Excuse me. And twenty third in the NHL currently. I mean, by points percentage, they'd be twenty second. So, not much better. Firmly in the Connor Bedard race right now, which I honestly, right now, after World Juniors, is that a bad place to be? No. And I'm quick to say no. Fine. I will settle for Leo Carlson or Adam Fantilli.
1: I will also settle for either of those two.
0: (laughs) Edward Chalet as well. You know, he's supposed to get like six. It's fine. Again, this draft looks pretty nasty. But no, it kind of just goes into the season and where the Red Wings are at. It's kind of a, is this kind of what we expected? Like looking at it now?
1: It's what we should have expected. I think uh, when you put those Red Wing glasses on, uh, you probably expected a little bit more. But given the injuries and everything else that has gone along by what they have had to play with, and who they've had to call up for the majority of the year. I think it's fine. I would not say it's good or bad.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's meh. I think I think what's bugging me the most and again, I think I'm at the point this year where I'm just looking for again, I don't know, don't call me like me giving up because I still I've proof for the Red Wings to win every game. But I'm kind of at the point where losses don't bug me as much. Which is yeah. fine. Again, I think it's a natural <laughs> point for most people. Uh, but I'm looking for good storylines. I'm looking for, like, oh, great. Joe Valeno had two points tonight. Lucas yes. Raymond scored a couple goals. I'm looking for progression of players who are going to be here for a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Cider uh, getting his game back. Jake Wallman continuing to look really good. Billy Huso having a good night. Like, that's great. And that's Bergen what I'm looking- producing. are is a red wing. Yeah.
2: What's
0: that?
1: Nothing. It's a team of Meyer to be a Red Wing.
0: Team of Meyer to be a Red Wing. Again, it's just it's all in there. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. And Connor Bedard on the first line.
1: Stop it. And not in San Jose.
0: Travis Connecting. <laughs> Travis Connecting. Connecti flagging on the other side. We're just having a whole new line. Yeah. I don't know. Why I thought of Connecting right away. I, I the first name popped in my head. Anyway. It's yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Anyway, we can go there. I don't really matter. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's a little bit – it's disheartening. But, like, again, you look at – what's more so concerning to me is how the special teams have just fallen off a cliff. Yep. Andy, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, I don't know. It's like – I'm in the in-between. Like, yeah, I wish we were doing better. But at the same time, like you, like you mentioned and Grant just mentioned, like with all the fill-ins from the rosters with injuries – we're not in like the worst spot we could be in either. It's just my concern and I don't know, like my thing that I don't like, I guess is again, I've said it like the last couple about well, the last couple seasons where there's games where we're absolutely all buying in and into it. And there's other games where I feel like the product on the ice isn't like great to watch or isn't fun to watch and that's concerning. Um Yeah. I, I really don't care. I, like at this point of the season, like I don't care if you know, if you lose. Really, I do, but like you know, what I mean, but as long as you're out there competing and giving your all and putting like trying to put a good product on the ice and performing well, that's what I really care about. Like I want I want the wings to be in the games, like and be excited about the games. And if we lose, we lose. It doesn't, really, you know, it's not the end of the world.
0: I guess my and next. Okay, go ahead. Sorry,
2: there, I was just saying like the last definitely two out of the last three games for
0: majority of
2: each game we have not put a good product on the ice I feel like performance wise.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Um, I guess my question is like moving forward like looking into next year because again, I think that's a natural view for people because again we're looking at a contention window and when players are players are going to reach their potential all that. what do we expect to change then with relatively like if you're looking on paper, kind of a similar roster going to next year. With players under contract, aside from Larkin and Bertuzzi, which I mean, we can speculate on those as well. Because again, depending on where you guys feel the direction is, like, how do you guys feel? Because again, right now, like, let's say we brought everyone back, like, what do you expect to be different where there would be improvement?
1: Not a whole lot. You just hope for pro- progression. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is going to move the needle
2: with this team. Like, the players that are. Yeah. Like the players that are getting a chance this year, like you hope to continuously see them progress throughout next year, and the guys like I don't know, maybe like a couple people on the back end change ends and a couple different spots up front, but like it's gonna be, it's probably gonna be another season like this. Hopefully, a tad bit better, a couple big step or a couple steps in the right direction.
0: I mean, it's a tad bit better. It's still out of the playoffs.
2: Right, but it's you still have a young core, like a young,
0: a lot of prospects in the lineup right now. I, not, I guess not my, a
2: whole lot of experience
0: as of right now. I guess kind of my point is is like we kind of alluded to this like last episode is you kind of need to make your bed with a big move. Yeah, one way or the other, are either stocking up draft capital and you're kind of still like, all right, we're rebuilding, like we're gonna we're building around Satter, we're building around Raymond, or you're. Again, I'm still banging the drum. I'm sorry, but Timo Meyer, you're going after a Timo Meyer-esque player, who is a again, he's a star winger uh, this season at least. I mean, is that sustainable? Who knows. But you need to make moves to where you're okay. Now we can com- compete because right now or we're now pushing for the playoffs. Right yeah. now, it's
1: it all just goes back to my comparison like that. I think like this Red Wings can be a mold of a Carolina Hurricanes. And that's a it's a, a good team. Mm-hmm. Their pieces up front and on the D are just better. They're built better. Yeah. Like, they're at a point where they don't have to worry about who's in goal because everyone's so defensively sound and their forwards are good enough to score enough goals a game to win. Like, they are a dominant NHL team. I just – the Red Wings aren't at the point where – they have enough firepower up front, like like their best player, Sebastian Aho. The Red Wings don't have a Sebastian Aho.
0: Yeah, Dylan Larkin's your closest piece, and he's not Sebastian Aho. Exactly. No, I would say he's like in a similar tier, but he's not.
1: He's not it there. I I would put Aho a little bit above Larkin, but yes,
0: I said similar tier,
1: similar tier. And then Martin Aha has Svechnikov. developed into. A player, and that I mean, he's the type of player that you want your young guys to start developing into. I mean, it's a it's a big ask, but,
0: but you're, you Treschikov, you are looking for a yeah. a player to break out like a Bergin or Raymond to kind of break Dude. out. Like this is the year. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I completely agree because then you have multiple pieces because he he took some time too. Yeah, I, I mean, there's points last year that they were talking about trading him. I thought,
1: and I'm not talking like that. These guys are so much better than the Red Wings players. They're just more ready to be in that situation. I, I don't know. I view them as a similar kind of team mold or possibly team mold.
2: There are a few steps down that uh, or a few more steps up the ladder of progression than exactly. our player than our players out there. And different. I would say they have, they have quite a bit better pieces
1: too. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would say like a team of my move would move the needle.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at too. Because again i mean you look at like players that have progressed this year i mean jake wallman's been really impressive i really loved his game and again like it's just depth pieces outperforming their what we thought their position would be i kind of view jake wallman as kind of like a seeken 2.0 stylistically different but you look at like how they broke out and like how they kind of came about like kind of both being throwaways to kind of finding a role and like this is it like Jake Wallman kind of like seems that he's he's gained the trust of the coaching staff in Detroit and he's playing top pair minutes and he's, he's earned, earned it. it
2: yeah yeah that's a that's a decent comparison in that sense like yeah it was if overlooked. I'm not mistaken
0: Siegenthaler was like a he was acquired for like a fourth round pick from Washington yeah for, for New Jersey and he turned out to be great he's a very good yeah. shutdown defenseman um yeah yeah Considering like he wasn't even like the even close to the main piece in that trade, that's a great return. Like already that if, if it was just Wallman for Letty straight up, that'd be a great trade. My opinion, yeah, yeah. Um, also, like Bergerin's season so far. Again, like we we're talking about, you talk about like roster moves and all that. Like Soderblom was sent down on Sunday, and Berggren's totally earned his spot after being sent, the guy who was sent down initially. And you kind of look at him and you're like, oh, maybe he's he's really a top, top six piece. Maybe. Yeah. He's
1: um another light in this dark place that I'm in right now. Um I no pun
0: am... intended as you're in a black room.
1: <laughs> Literally. Um no, he's he's been really, really good. That's um one very exciting piece that could potentially be a big, a massive win from Ken Holland.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I should mm. credit more so Hakan Anderson, but yeah, Ken Holland did ultimately. He, he's him and Tyler Wright did pull the trigger on that. A rare Tyler Wright W, if you will, and and Joe Valeno, and Joe Valeno, sorry, Philip Sedino.
2: Yeah. Even even though it's like for how often we ragged on him last year, especially me, I didn't like him at all. <clears throat> With Chase and steps this year too, throughout his whole game.
0: Yeah, he's been great. I, you, he's you made, he's a, made point. a big jump. That's another, that's another positive.
2: Yeah. I agree. He's, and he's, the, night in and night out last year, you knew you couldn't really rely on him. It'd be the odd. And no, until the last stretch of the game, the season, actually, because those last, what, 10, 15 games were pretty solid.
0: Uh, I would um, even say more like 20. Like, basically, the new, yeah. as soon as that video came out of him being like, yeah, what's yeah. your New Year's resolution? <laughs> he's like, be better at hockey. Yeah. <laughs> he he really like stuck Excuse with me. it you know most yeah. people you know get the monthly gym membership and they go for the first week but uh Rass stuck with it i'll give him it
2: yeah and then it transferred into this year and i'd say a solid 80 to 85 percent of the games i've been way more impressed this year than i was with them last year i agree 100 percent, and that's yeah. both at center and wing like he's yeah he's stepped I, in the center pretty decently this year compared to, I, especially compared to last year.
0: I think he's a bottom six center, but he's a he's a middle six winger. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So kind of again, kind of a little, it's a little negative right now, but again, I think it's to be kind of expected. Uh, just the team's not there yet. I don't think. I I think their <laughs> their odds are basically of making the playoffs are about the same as what they have picking Connor Bedard. So take that as what you will.
1: Let's ride.
0: Um, Let's ride. Let's ride. Um, Yeah. So I guess in uh, kind of moving at least at least
1: that puts a smile on my face. Thanks, Connor.
0: (laughs) I mean, how can you not? After did you see his first game back in the WHL?
1: Yeah. What was it? Four goals, two assists, thirteen shots. That's not even that good, though. Like
2: ninety-three points in thirty-seven games.
0: (laughs) Comical. (laughs) Comical. He's you know
1: insane. What? Embrace the tank.
0: Honestly, kind of at this point, I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of there. The Ben, Ben. I'll
1: stop. I'll stop.
0: I'm still rooting. I'm still rooting, guys. I'm sorry. Maybe the
1: whole plan was for the Red Wings to never get lottery luck, so they could eventually build up to this point where they're like fringe, like top ten draft team, and they just luck out and win the lottery when they're
0: like. Well, you see, Steve Eisman's going to walk in. To the draft lottery, he's gonna hold Gary Bettman at gunpoint. He's like, "Listen, listen, fucker! First overall, or or else you'll lose all this revenue." Like, come on, Connor Bedard doing an original six team, True. and not being the Chicago Blackhawks. Because God, I will, I that will, I will burn my eyes out.
1: Is this part of it televised or no?
0: Well, no, no, no. It's before the shooting. Like, again, oh. you, know, you, you know how the cards are already said. Yeah. So you know, you kind of have to you kind of have to get him before it steve shows up like an hour early
1: oh yeah that makes more sense i was a little confused for
0: legal reasons this is a joke All right. <laughs> <laughs> moving just, forward I just had to put that out there i just had to put that out there again um let's talk about varana let's talk about Verana. uh we we put out the episode like, luckily i mean we were recording the day he got he got put on waivers uh, he sends cleared. and I think that like to I mean, unless you guys feel any different, it didn't really surprise. Like, that's not really a surprise to us.
2: No, uh, not a surprise. But like we were texting our group chat um, the day of like where it was announced if he cleared or not. It got more nerve wracking towards that two o'clock hour. Yeah, just it was eerie feeling.
0: It um, was a little bit eerie feeling. And the the aftermath has been kind of interesting. Um Verona's now played 6 games in the minors. He's got one assist. Uh still by all accounts doesn't look like he's up to game shape. But there've been a couple of reports uh Frank Saravalli on the daily face off live show he reported he kind of said on the show that he feels as if the relationship is broken between the Red Wings and Verona. Um which kind of like like after like this came after Chris Johnson saying on insider trading that he he heard from a source close to Verona saying that he's ready to he's ready to get going in the NHL again when all accounts is he just got sent down for to play more NHL games. So obviously there's some sort of conversation not happening and there's a miscommunication.
2: Yeah, there's a disconnect somewhere there.
0: I don't think I'm speculating too much there. I feel like that's fair to say. Anything more than that, I think it is speculative, um, but it's definitely a weird time for it kind of feels like the inevitable inevitable is kind of going to happen. Like, it doesn't feel like this ends in a way that Verona is wearing a Red Wing jersey. Again, I'd love to be wrong. Again, when he was playing for the Red Wings, he was fantastic. One dimensional, sure, but he, that one dimension, he was great. So it's kind of weird. It feels weird. It, I, I guess yeah. that's my best way of summing it up is I, I feel weird right now.
2: Don't. Yeah. It, it's like, I don't know how to feel like about it, I
0: guess. At the very like I wanna, least. I
2: don't. want him in a red wing sweater. Cause what he brings offensively, but <clears throat> if there's some disconnect between the organization and him, the team and him, we don't know exactly the full details on that. I like think obviously, mm-hmm. Then and if it's not the right fit, we can't just let him sit in the minors either and just nope. in our organization for no reason.
0: Yeah, it's not fair to him either. Uh, yeah. The very least, like anyone saying like this is pure. And again, I I still like part of me still feels as if it's simple as they don't want to get him more time like conditioning. Fine. But at the very least, like if they view him as a top, like if you view a player as your top six piece, you don't send him through waivers regardless. No. Can... You are
1: you are sending someone through waivers if you are prepared to lose the player. You yep. are not sending someone down to the minors just to get him more, more conditioning. That's just not a thing. Yeah, if and I think really a piece that you believe in that you want there, he you are not. It's just I'm sorry. I I don't. Yeah, know I like guess you kind of like I know very, say.
0: very different situations, but they avoided it with Elkovich. They've done the two week conditioning stint. They're, they're, they're obviously, scared to lose him. Correct. So I like obviously they could have easily just put him on waivers, and honestly, like I, I still feel that Nelkovich would have cleared.
2: Yeah,
0: personally, think, that's my that's my. I opinion. think he
1: would have too, but that one would have been fishy as well.
0: Again, but like kind of similar, like not like similar well, situation even, in personal level, but similar situation in terms of hockey, I guess. Like one hadn't played in forever, and the other one was playing not good. Yeah.
2: Well, even so, like with putting Verona through waivers, <laughs> like if you valued him as a top six forward, I'm sorry, but like Bergren or Solderblom or both would have been sent down
0: after it kind of. In this kind of, I mean? like, it seems like Bergren's kind of taking the opportunity. He's like, "All right, I'm here." Exactly. And the, Red, and the Red Wings are like, "All right, cool." Right. Like we, where, like, you, where, we like.
2: If Verona was valued that high in the organization's viewpoint that i burger would have been probably the odd man well soderblom obviously now but burger would have been to follow
0: I feel yeah so it's kind of a it's definitely at the very least it's weird right now and it's yeah. obviously like all eyes are towards the trade deadline and I kind of feel like something will happen by then to this situation <laughs> Timo, um, that was that
1: wasn't me that said at that time and I should <laughs> I, sh- I should
0: I should mention that um, all, by all accounts, Verona is being a good, like he's been great down there, like in terms of like off ice and stuff like that. Like there's like, I guess he signed autographs after one of the games and was like really great about it. So again, kudos to him. And I hope he does like for the, for his mental health. I hope that he's able to bounce back and become an NHL player. But again, it kind of like, it feels as if this might be the end of the line in Detroit.
1: I think there's no question that he's going to be back in the NHL.
0: He's yeah.
1: way too much of a talent. He's a freak. He's such a good hockey player. I think it's just it's an odd situation that is pretty hard to speculate on right now. And it's
2: just pretty uncertain. It's um, it's also a hard one to swallow as a Red Wings fan because of the excitement we had from
0: him coming in. Yeah, and you look at the trade as well. It's like, oh, we fleeced Washington, right? Yeah. And I know it's not really fair to throw that on Varana being like, that's like again, personal things happen. And it's not really fair to be like, okay, now the trade isn't as good, right? Him. It's yeah. just
2: how every, just how everything is unfolded. It's like, ah, well, son of a yeah, not of again, yeah,
0: yeah. And again, I, I obviously want to emphasize again, like I hope he's doing well, and I hope he's able to, yeah, continue get, find his game again. Um, yeah, as we, as I kind of mentioned in there early, like a little bit too, is Nidalkovich's game. Uh, they did just extend his conditioning stint for another three games. So the full two weeks. And I think this is like another like they want to see a longer sample size of him playing well, which I mean Or the Griffins just want to win. <laughs> That's also a really good point because again, Alex and Elkovich has been fantastic down there. Well, and Griffin's
1: um, goaltending is not that good.
0: Right. So I think his his record's 2-0 and 1. Uh he only allowed five goals and is rocking uh base. I think it's like a 95% percentage, roughly. Um and two of those games, I should add, were against uh, the league's best Texas Stars. And do you pull out a win and a shootout loss? Pretty impressive stuff.
2: Three yeah. points. Almost a goal.
0: Almost a goal he tried. I Again, I, I love it. I love it. Good for him. And everything, like, Lillone's been saying has been, we still fully trust Ned. And, and if he's, like, when he comes back if he's still playing like this, he's 100% going to have a shot in the net again.
1: It's just – I think you've kind of noticed the last umpteen weeks, whatever, uh, like month maybe, that Huso's starting to get some wear. Yep. I, yep. I believe he's been playing too much. I do and too. I think I think you need to find a way to trust another goalie. Yeah. And I think yep. Hel- Helberg's been fine. He hasn't been bad. He hasn't hurt you in any games, in my opinion.
2: Serviceable.
0: He hasn't stolen any games either.
1: It would be cool to get Ned back to full. To the Ned that was really good last year. Mm-hmm. A consistent Alex Ndalkovich.
0: Yeah. And just so you can have someone to push Huso again, you take a little less. Because again, right now like, Huso, if you if he's sliding for like, let's say, three games, cool, you go to Ned for two straight, right? Yep. Yeah. Just something like that. Again, I still view Huso as the starter, but just to have someone backing him up, that's like Still very capable. It's, it's definitely important, especially in today's NHL. Because again, there's only like five or six goalies in the NHL where I'm like, you could start 60 games and you're fine. Yeah. The mm-hmm. rest of the NHL is just not built that way. I mean, look at UC Saros the other night. <laughs> what did he have? Like, was it 53 saves? Or was it more? Yeah. And
1: honestly, UC's been sur- struggling a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, Which sucks for him because I think he's literally. I've, said, I still think been on, I've been on record saying he's the best goalie in the league.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's arguably the most fun.
1: <laughs> he's my favorite goal in the league to watch. Just he's, a like, and stuff. He, he's, he's a, a likable guy. He's a likable yeah. guy, too. Him and Vilmelka are probably my two, oh, the two best goalies in the love league. Love Vilmelka. Me, too. <laughs>
0: is, that, is he in uh, Arizona? Yeah. Dude, Arizona I'm could get a haul. Yeah. He could they could get a haul for him if they really wanted. Probably. yeah You know what I mean? Like again, you kind of want to have like him as a selling point, like for the team still being in like in games. Right? But you could get so much for him. I think he's a probably. starting goalie. I think he's a starting goalie on many contending teams. I agree. But, anywho, yeah, so that's kind of it. Like I'm I'm happy for Ned. And I think I'm really curious how they'll run the goalies this week, because again. It's Winnipeg on t- uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. Thursday's Leafs, and Saturday is Columbus. I'd imagine that like Halberg probably gets the Columbus start. That's what I would like to see. Yeah. Like, I want to see, I want I'd like to see so against Toronto again, admittedly, depending how his game goes against Winnipeg. Like, if he gets shelled, then I'd rather him not. But again, if he plays a solid game, I'd like to see him again but I kind of want to see Helberg again. And he kind of make that tough decision in goal. Cause again, it's time because Zadina, uh, I guess we can kind of get into practice as well. Zadina, they kind of hinted that it could be another week plus for him before he's ready to go for NHL action. Um, but Tyler Bertuzzi's back. That's what Ooh. prompted the Elmer Soderblom uh, sent down to Grand Rapids. Um, I did really like the Lions. Today, I think we can kind of talk about those and what we like about the fits there. Um, the first line, back to you know bread and butter, uh, Bert Larks Fab or not Fabs? Excuse me, Raymond, Rass Cop Bergren. Second line, Fabry Valeno Peron, and then Kubalek Suter Sonny. Like what? Like one of the, which one of those lines like sticks out to one of you guys? Man. Um
1: I I would say I would. I would say the flannel line. I think this is a big credit to Joey V right now and giving him more opportunity. He deserves all the opportunity in the world right now. I know we've gave Berger and his cookies, but it's Joey V season. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's I don't know how else to put it. It's 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 Joey V season.
0: I was actually kind of like go ahead.
1: And how Fabry looked like the last couple of games, I think him and Perron could
0: possibly do some damage. And Joey B just played, has a speed. I believe they played together a little bit in St. Louis. So like, I'm excited. I like I like that line. That was the line that stuck out to me too. Uh, yeah. Bergeron continues his top six time. I do like how Rass has been playing as well. Like as a guy of create, like be able to give space. And um, I'm curious how that line works. I'm like m- maybe the most skeptical about that one, but I can still see a fit. And then Me too. because you
1: do you view that as more of a third line, right, or second? I, I, view, as a middle, I, view,
0: as, I view it as a middle six. Yeah, I guess. It kind of how the team ran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, top line though, I'm I'm, I'm super excited. To, I'm glad that they're putting Bert in like a position to succeed. It's like, hey, like we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you your your line that worked really well last year. Hard not see to it. Yeah, let's see it. Uh, and then obviously the D pairs besides Lindstrom over Osterley, which again, I haven't really loved Lindstrom this year. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my mood as well. You know, the Red Wings will have a decision to make uh, between uh, Hag or Lindstrom. That's the definition of a rock and a hard place.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. the by, by far the weakest link on this team is probably the sixth defenseman.
0: I don't think so. Jordan osterley has been very serviceable.
1: I mean, I I compare it to the forwards, though. I I still think Jordan Oshley is the weakest link. I I don't think he's been bad. He's been a major upgrade from what he was last year. Yeah. And and I've like never really could. I guess I should be nicer. I shouldn't say it as the weakest link, but I would say that the biggest area to improve on would be the sixth defenseman or like, defense.
0: like. I guess. I guess. I don't
1: I guess I probably. I'm I'm reaching here, because I, I guess. When you look at it Ulsterly, I haven't pointed him out in a bad way that often this year.
0: That's kind of my other point, than, is like he's just been steady Eddie.
1: Other than when he makes like a a miss like a behind someone pass, but like I mean that stuff happens all the time. But last year there were really issues with him making bad pinches and stuff, which I really haven't seen a whole lot of this
0: year. No, he's definitely like calmed his game down more this year. Ben has been has been doing all of that. He's like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go nuts with the pinching. <laughs> but uh, no, I I agree. Jordan also, I Again, I think I he's been much better than either Hag or Lindstrom. So it's kind of like I don't know. I I get. I think I pointed out whatever the last time Lindstrom got in over Osterley was just because he hasn't played in a while. So trying to keep Lindy fresh. But I don't know. There's a certain point where it's like your seasons out at this point. Like you should just be icing your best lineup. And currently I don't view Lindstrom in the best lineup. No roster move has to happen
1: with Bertuzzi, right? Because they already sent down Elmer.
0: And they already sent down Elmer and Zadina can be activated with a goalie with a goalie. And then Hag's also at the similar timeline, so I kind of view Hag or Lindstrom being waived. Because he'd make the decision on D, I would assume, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, that's how that Lindstrom's getting another rep. Maybe. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Again, either or I really don't care. They're both yeah. kind of in a similar boat for me. They're Lindstrom's younger and is right handed, so more value, I suppose. But I mean, he hasn't been great. He hasn't done he hasn't really shown me much in the sense of like, let's keep you. Beginning of last year, he was fantastic. Like as a third pairing defenseman, I'm like, this is great. There might have been a podcast where we said he was better than Philip Peronick. There's a couple. <laughs> I actually sort <laughs> Do to be fair, we were saying he was <laughs> playing better, not that he was better.
1: Well, yeah.
0: No, I it's... was I was campaigning for him in power play one. So I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: I wanted him playing twenty six minutes a night.
0: Yeah, yeah. I the only thing I wasn't really a huge fan of is the power play. But I, I mean, I guess like nothing else is working. Like, who cares? I didn't like throw a I I didn't either. But like, what bugs me the most is honestly Sunquist. Like he's been, in my opinion, he's been pretty weak recently. I haven't loved yeah. this game. I would have loved to see Joe Valeno over him on the power play or Rasmussen. I'll take either or.
2: Yeah. That's uh, one. That's one question I've always had is like, why hasn't Joey V had more of a look on the power play?
0: He had like four games and he had two power play points, I believe.
2: Yeah. Which it's... which
0: I know doesn't sound that impressive, but on the second unit and on a bad power play, that's pretty good. Right. He had that nice pass to Kubalik, I believe, on the Buffalo game. The I don't know. I don't spot. I don't
1: love the idea of trying to take like I don't know. I really wasn't a fan of any of these power players, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Honestly, okay, kind of go back a little bit. This past week was the worst I've seen David Prawn play in Red Wings jersey. Yeah. He was not good. And no. I don't know if he's dealing with something. It almost seemed like after he took that hit from Gudas in the Florida game. We got need, and he was like, "I'm just gonna slash the shit out of you." And then he took a bunch. He took a couple dumb penalties. And it seemed like he his head was just focused on that for a while. And I'm I'm looking forward to getting it and getting back again. He's a veteran guy. I feel like it shouldn't take much for him to get back on track. But yeah, uh, that's not, I mean, he's been
2: he's been solid all all year. Most nights, and I, you know, it's there's gonna be a lull in the season.
0: So I almost really liked Fabry in that on. Um, in like the net front position when they had him there on that second unit I'm
1: almost like want him on the bumper
0: I would take that too but like they had him on the net front at one point I was like he's moving his feet like he's getting pucks out I don't know that was what I was thinking I think Bert's great there I, I think Bert's great there but I again, hate
1: Bergen at the bumper
0: that's kind of my that's where I'm at like I don't I would say do I, any like I want
1: him to flip him and Fabry or flip him and Larkin and put Fabry at the bumper Larkin's done nothing on the power play I don't know why
0: yeah, I'd it's honestly just, flip. I'd flip probably. Nah, I'd keep Kubli. Kubli's a shooter. I'd probably keep Kubli on the second unit. But I mean, he's, I flipping, thinking... he's flipping with Walman though, which is interesting. No, yeah. that was weird. He was That's, alternating that with Walman. Uh, my
1: my my thing is like, I don't know. I right now like you're really trying to generate something in the power play, maybe to spark Clark and bump him to the second unit. Put Fabry and Bumper with. Burt net front, Peron on the half wall, Horonic on top, and then Bergen on the other flank. Yeah. Feeding Peron. Yeah, that's true. And then Raymond, Larkin, Sider, Kubalik, and Joey v-, Joey v or Rasmussen. Yeah. Kind of careless.
0: Yep. I agree. Um, No. And like with Horonic, I've felt like he's been better this year. In holding the point, but like my thing is, like, Cider always is able to create stuff because how well he holds the point. Yeah. And Phil Peronik, oftentimes, it's just like the puck bounces over a stick or something. Granted, I still think he's been so good this year. Like, I, I will stand to that. Even with Ben Chirot, like, I was looking at their advanced numbers since they become a pair. Expect, in terms of expected goals, they're, they're actually doing pretty well. I think they're around like a 58%, which is pretty solid. <laughs> Slightly better than uh, Cider and Wallman, so promising. I haven't really noticed them getting besides like that. The the Tavares goal where Chara got lost. I think they've been pretty okay. So, wasn't really not too worried about that. Um, but yeah, I am trying to think what else I kind of have like league wide. Um, Buffalo Sabres continue to be super fun. Yeah, they're
1: wild. They're dominating right now.
0: Speak of a team with star power. Holy Carson was talking Carson's been talking about how I think in every game they've worn the black jersey, they've scored over five goals.
2: Undefeated mm-hmm. as well. And obviously. undefeated
0: as well, but they've scored they've scored like five plus every game they've yeah. won. That Minnesota Buffalo game was oh. crazy. <clears throat> well, when Tage Thompson's getting a hat trick. Are they
2: We're in them tonight? I think they're losing 3
1: 0 to Philly when they're wearing them tonight. So oh, tough.
0: Tough. Man.
1: Oh, that that age real quick. <laughs> yeah, aged age, like, really well. age, age
0: like Grant's milk. <laughs> like call, call but, back. Uh,
1: yeah, they are wearing them. That's awesome that you said.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I, oh no. I mushed him. That's on me. Anyway. Have, Rasmus, 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 Rasmus Dahling needs to be in the all-star game. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. How do you guys feel about the whole voting situation? Like the all-star game as a whole. Like do you kind of are you are you are you on towards the side here? I'm i I'm towards. <laughs> yeah, um, I will not I will not watch a single event probably. I probably won't either.
1: Unless they I'm have really
0: bored. They have like nothing that incentivizes me. And again, like Dylan Larkin being like again, I sh- I should have mentioned as well. Dylan Larkin selected third All Star game. That's great. Um, I still just hate the setup. And like if if it, if the setup were going to be like the NBA, like the true stars are playing, Dylan Larkin wouldn't be. He wouldn't be in the all-star game yeah because it's like it's like top 16 scoring in the nhl it's just like okay like, it's good but it's not like nhl all-star
2: yeah i get like the nhl wants every team to be represented at the all-star weekend i get that but you're not putting your best
0: players on the ice it's the whole thing is like trying to get every market to watch so but i mean again yeah, like I... If, you, if you're a weird market like let's say like like who got sent Vegas, they could be an interesting team where they only get one player, like Logan Thompson. Like, are you a Vegas fan? And be like, I'm gonna go watch Logan Thompson in the skills competition. Right. No, I think the Red had like Jimmy Howard one year was like their one, their one representative. Remember when Franz Nielsen was the one representative? That was fun.
2: Yeah,
0: that was a good time. I I don't like to think about that, but here we are. Um, but like again, like going back to Buffalo. I mean, like, how is Dolly and Thompson not in the All Star game?
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's Rasmus
0: Dallian's now. Na- he had five points that one game. Five.
2: He's insane. And well, Thompson Tage is scoring a hat trick every other game.
0: <laughs> like he's at 31 goals, yeah. I think, this year. Yeah. Crazy. Jeff Skinner is playing like a first line forward. Alex Tuck yeah. is playing like a first line forward. Again, they're so fun. good. I really so honestly I, I kinda hope that Buffalo makes playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I mean, if it comes down to them and the Red Wings, obviously I want them the Red Wings to win. But, like, the Red Wings right now, points, percentage, goals, goal differential, don't look like they're that close to Buffalo. So, there's my there's my thoughts. But, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else uh, in terms of, like, league news. Am I missing one anything? That, uh,
2: not, nothing important, but, like, Blake Wheeler. Playing oh, the my Russian God. That testicle. was
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. Yeah, geez coming to Detroit with a deflated balloon there. That's yeah. a tough one. <laughs> oh, I, I like, I'm like the description. Like when I heard it, I'm like, that's awful. I feel like I felt uh, sick to my stomach. I, I felt the pain. I was like, oh my goodness. So I mean, good for like, good, good on him. Like he also came back a lot earlier than expected, I believe.
2: The like, Winnipeg Jets had the like game. they had
0: he had they had four guys come back like the same night. It was like Ealers, yeah. Co- it was Ealers, Wheeler and Perfetti, I think it was, and then someone else. Yeah, crazy. How did
2: game? How many games did, has Eilers played this year? Because he scored his first goal the other night. Was that his first like couple? That was games? like one of
0: his first games. He he missed okay. most of the year.
2: Okay. So I I just don't really pay attention to the Jets. So I like didn't know he was. Out. They're good. They're good. Yeah. I just Connor, didn't know Hel- he Connor
0: Hellbuck's insane. Josh Morrissey. Josh Morrissey. I should say. Excuse me. Yeah. Insane. Uh, and then they just have a bunch of really good talent up front. Like Kyle Connor is great. Uh. Dubois, even though he wants to play in Montreal, playing pretty well. <laughs> um, Mark Shifley kind of is play he's somewhat attempting to play defense this year. Nice. Yeah. Good for them. Uh yeah, they just have a lot of good pieces. And again, I'm really curious to see how they play against Detroit tomorrow. I think it's gonna be a really good test for Detroit, like a good Winnipeg team.
2: I hope Fabri dummies Mark Shifley.
0: That would be fun. That'd be fun. I don't like
2: I don't like Mark Shifley. The hockey nerd. Yeah, I just don't like how much of a cry baby he is.
0: More Atlantic cry.
1: division news. The Canadians were booed off the ice after the first period. What was the score? 3-0 to Seattle. Ooh, tough. Okay, Seattle's on a fucking pick. Thank you. A I was just
0: no, I was gonna say that. He they're because again, I, I think like if you look at points percentage, like they just have to be like five hundred the rest of the year to yeah. just make the playoffs. That's crazy.
2: Seattle's like who do they beat? Was it the Senators eight four the other night?
0: Yeah, two Times had a hat trick.
1: And they dumped the Leafs 5-1 the other night. Yeah, they're great. Seattle's Seattle's
0: good and they're a lot of fun. I'm
1: happy for that. You know who's resurgence that we love to see? A guy that we had talked about quite a bit. Ely Tolvinen. Ah yes.
0: Yeah, we did. I don't know the
1: resurgence if that's too quick to say, but I mean he's probably had like five points in his last like seven games or something
0: like that. Yeah, he hasn't played too many games in Seattle. He's kind of just starting to come in. He scored tonight. He Did he score again tonight? With,
1: yeah. He has seven points. Oh, he has... In Seattle, how many points is he Four have? points in his
0: last five games. In Seattle. Okay. Uh, wow. With Seattle right
1: now, he's four
0: and five. Yeah, pretty good. Because I know he was scratched for like two games, I think.
1: Yeah, he scored against the Isles. And these are all with like 10 to 13 minutes. Scored Isles, assist against Edmonton, goal against the Leafs, and then he scored again
0: tonight. I mean, look oh. at it as well. Like they have like Daniel Sprong. No, like he is he's
1: five and five now. I okay. missed his assists today, too.
0: Yeah, you look at like Daniel Sprong or whatever. Like he plays fourth line, and he has like 23 points. Yeah, he scored right. today. He scored today. Now. He's crazy. He's again he's, 20,
1: he's, he's 25 and 31.
0: Puts Jacob Rana numbers in terms of like goal goals per 60. Crazy yeah. stuff. Good for him. Uh, another thing too, I was watching the highlights of the Bruins uh, Ducks game last night. I don't know if you guys caught that, but did you see how the fans were dispersed in that game? It was all Bruins fans. So Pasta scored a hat trick, and hats just went flying down. It was so loud in that place for That's the Bruins. The Duc- oh.
1: That's how the Ducks are though. Like I feel like they never have fans there. Sad.
0: No, like, the Red Wings when they were in- when they played in Anaheim this year, like it was all Detroit fans. Yeah. yeah. So- what
2: was with the cheers? like. like- they're cheering like Yankees suck or something like
0: that. Yeah, because all, they're all Boston fans.
2: Oh, but that's just so random. Though. It is random, but like it just shows how many people
0: were there. It's kind yeah. of funny, like it's just how many people like in in Anaheim, California, that people are chanting the Yankees suck. Yeah, yeah, that's kind when of it's not even star. the primary sport they're watching. That's it's hilarious, <laughs> that's, that's truly that's what I mean. It was just like what hilarious. The hell? I, it was um, all over Twitter. It was all over Twitter and Instagram
2: today. I was like, what? Okay, yeah, I don't get. I don't. I really don't at the correlation but like i understand
0: boston fans but (laughs) yeah that's that's fun. oh that's good stuff but no uh pretty big week for the red wings i'm curious how they bounce back and stuff but uh before we head out i should mention uh this episode is brought to you by espn plus sign up today using insidetherink.com slash espn again a lot of uh out-of-market games can be watched on espn plus uh we're we're all users and definitely comes in handy So make sure you guys check that out. But I'll do it for this one. Thank you, everyone, for listening.